now we are. Now we are officially recording. Cody, so. you missed out on so much gold. Why? I don't know. I think that... That was, that was a fun convo before <laughs> you started uh, recording us. Yeah, but I think it could be kind of offensive, if I'm being honest. But uh, uh, It could probably be very offensive. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, we have a very special Between the Bumbles this week. Um, I'm I'm Cody. Everybody knows me. Everybody loves me. I'm a narcissist, and I'm joined by the regular old shitbag himself, Jordan. How are you? I'm good. Tell me the best part of your day today. Uh, leaving work. <laughs> okay, that's always good. Now we got a very special guest, my co-host from the Subliminal Deception podcast and longtime friend of the Bumblebub podcast, and some might say former. Well, at yeah. least one time co-host of yeah. the Bumblebug. He, he tried to replace you, so I'm cutting the tension with butter here. Phil, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> Phil, you I, guys know me. I think everybody does know you, actually. Especially since they've been listening to the other podcasts as well, obviously. Um, Phil, so we're both from Iowa, and I see you're a big Hawkeyes fan, obviously, right? Yep. So I was watching NFL Live. Uh, I'm kind of excited about the draft. I like watching and whatever. And they, the number one, okay, I think Iowa has two tight ends that are supposed to go in the first round. Oh, shit. Well, one yeah. of them, one of them, his picture pops up there and he's dressed like a fucking cowboy on there. <laughs> I love everything about that, man. It's like, dude, you're from fucking Iowa. You're not from the Lone Star Ranch in Texas. Come on, dude. Well, I mean, first off, I would not expect tight ends to be the ones to get picked from Iowa. I mean, <laughs> Big Ten, man, that's Dude, that's, that's linemen. It's tight end U. It's tight end U. So they, they have two really good ones, right? Like Fent or Tent or something's one of them, right? Yeah, they got uh, Noah Fant and yep. TJ Hawkinson. I think... Oh, I have heard of Hawkinson. Okay, I think it was the first guy you mentioned who had the cowboy hat on and shit. Yeah, so one of them is uh, basically like your tight end who's kind of like the showtime tight end like the big yards guy and then the other guy is like blue collar workhorse tight end yeah so one's like a rob gronkowski and the other is like uh i don't know a kels like yeah or yeah one of them's supposed to be like really good blocker and whatever i think yeah i mean it was it was all about noah fant two years ago and then uh he started getting picked on by the defense so hawkinson Picked up a lot of the slack, and mm. he actually won, I think, like tight end of the year for Big Ten last year. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. He was doing really good. We're going to miss both of them. Now, I'm sure everybody is dying to hear more about Iowa Hawkeyes football, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to remember, See, Iowa I Hawkeyes football is all that Iowa has, so people get excited about it. I wish I would have paid more attention during the college football season so I could talk about my beloved Badgers. I, I don't think I've seen any of them projected in the first round. Oh, no, they were bad this year. They were really bad. Well, usually they have them corn-fed boy offensive linemen up there. They're usually in the yeah. top 20 or whatever, but I didn't see Nebraska's any of them. Nebraska's kind of taken that demographic <laughs> over in the Big yeah. Ten, though. They got the big boys? Yeah. <laughs> Wisconsin's usually got the all-star running back. That's usually the heart and soul of their team. That is true. Good point. Um... I felt like there's some. Oh, so I was kind of bored yesterday. You guys ever watch uh, softball? No. Like no. collegiate softball? Uh, I mean, not ho usually. No. Yeah. As much as I love sports, that one is not on my radar. It's it's kind of fun because they actually like score a lot of runs and stuff. But yeah. 
I and, might have to give it a good look see. And somehow Minnesota is ranked like pretty high. I don't know how. I, I think they how. won the national championship last year. I, I think they lost to Alabama. Oh, well, either way, they did very good, which fucked the Gophers, but... I, you know what? I would love to see those college girls go up against, like, your typical... Uh, Beer league team. Yeah, 40-year-old <laughs> drunk why, pricks. Why are you throwing the ball so fast? <laughs> Slow down, How am ladies. I supposed to hit that? <laughs> I think The pitcher th- going to the mound with a cigarette and a fucking <laughs> vodka Red Bull. <laughs> hey, Lizzie, no, don't blow up my spot, Phil. <laughs> Dude, that would be amazing to have scrimmage games with, like, collegiate teams and just shitty beer league teams. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I would watch that in a fucking heartbeat. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> Be like, listen, I was I was the varsity quarterback in high school. You don't stand a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I forgot to mention. Uh, everybody's probably wondering why is it so quiet in here. Where is Adam? Well, I actually received a telegram today from his granny. She told me he. He overdosed on marijuana and he's dead. So I'm sorry. The first sorry. recorded case. Yeah, it's the first recorded case. OD on weed. It's a damn shame we're <laughs> playing right into the right wing's hands here. <laughs> this is uh, killing the vibe and drive that nationwide cannabis legalization had going. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get taken away in California, Oregon, Seattle. Oh, it's yeah. all done. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, you say no one ever died because of it? Well, here's one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thankfully, like, we've resurrected you before, Jordan. We're going to do I a know. bowling for Satan. We're going to bring Adam back. Yep. And I have a feeling he's going to be back here by Sunday. So, <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> so, Phil, I didn't ask, how was your day? Uh, it was fucking terrible, you know, per <laughs> usual. Just uh, <laughs> fucking, uh, well, I get in at five and work 10 hours, so. Oof. <sighs> yeah. Just found out I get to work Friday and Saturday. So. Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> nice. I like how you yeah. said that, like, that's a good thing. You know what? I get to work Friday and Saturday. Yeah, they made it seem like it was a real good thing when they told us, so. I always love when they're like, but think of all the extra money you're going to make. Like, I, I'm i fine. I'm fine without it. <laughs> yeah, if I have to start problem drinking just to make it through the day, then uh, the extra money doesn't really matter. When you're working on planes, I feel like that should be, you should be very sober for that. Yeah. No, I I'm during the day I am. I actually drink very little. I'm having a I'm having a vodka Red Bull right now, but uh during the day I'm really sober. So, don't worry. Dude, this is weird that I'm the one on the podcast or not the one on the podcast drinking. <laughs> well, you got a dangerous job too. You got to stay sober. You got to you're working with rocks all day and saws. And- Listen, we have beers on lunch. Okay, maybe you should admit that on the air. Dude, who cares? Our shit looks good. Dude, do you guys also have a time machine to the 80s? How does that work? God, I fucking... Well, I mean, one guy I work with is kind of a time machine to the 80s. I would say, okay, if we put this in perspective, technically, uh, Jordan is just following in the footsteps of his forefathers because all the homes that got built in the 40s, 50s, you know they weren't sober doing that. Yeah, you're goddamn right. <laughs> oh no, that's why all the fucking foundations are tipping right now. <laughs> Remember when uh, Phil, you lived here with me for a while, and we were working on the house, and we seen like the nails just being put in the weirdest spots. Oh, oh yeah. Like you could just tell some drunk guy probably just nailed that up. They like there'd be nails going nowhere just for no reason. Yeah, I mean we have like. <laughs> 
at max two beers each on lunch <laughs> if we if we go somewhere that has it. But no, like our boss holds us to such a high standard. It's like, oh yeah, no, I let you have these on lunch. Don't fuck your shit up. Technically, you're just following what the Europeans do. So yeah, I'm pretty sure they have a beer. On We're basically lunch or Russians. If it's under like five percent alcohol, it's a soft drink. <laughs> Anyway, so today I wanted to do something a little special because uh, obviously Phil and myself do a podcast completely about conspiracy theories, Subliminal Deception Podcast, you should check it out. And I know Jordan's a big fan of conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. So I have collected a group of probably the wackiest conspiracy theories. Now what I'm going to do, we're going to read the headline and read the little note that goes along with it, and then I'll ask each of you your opinion on said conspiracy theory. I think it'll be a the, lot of fun There's here. one that I'm hoping is on here, and we'll find out. Well, I have about 11 or 12 of them. If we have more time, you're going to fire that bad boy off. So I actually kind of wish Adam was here for this one, but uh, it was J.K. Rowling doesn't actually exist. So in... <laughs> In 2005, <laughs> Norwegian filmmaker Nina Grunfeld argued that the Harry Potter series had been created by an industry, industry of writers and that the woman known as J.K. Rowling was only a front. This is a quote from them. Is it possible that a person can write six thick books that are translated into 55 languages and sell more than 250 million copies in less than 10 years? Jordan, your opinion. Uh... This one I, I gotta call bullshit on. <laughs> I've seen pictures and interviews with J.K. Those Rowling. could be just uh, like a cyborg or reptilian shapeshifter yeah, no, there. I, I still think this one's bullshit. <laughs> I think it was just a great idea at a time when that great idea needed to happen. Well, I can tell you one thing. Norwegians never lie like Nina Grunfeld. So, <laughs> all right, Phil, you far, are you, you're a fan of Harry Potter, aren't you, Phil? Yeah, I like the movies. Um... <laughs> I've actually heard this conspiracy theory before. Supposedly, she's uh, an actress who's just the front man for the books. They actually kind of like sold her story as much as they sold Harry Potter. So, I mean, it is plausible. There See? are writers out there who use teams to write, and then they slap their own name on the book. Yeah. So Think about this, I mean, though. If you're right, she's an actress. She's kind of pretty. She has the writer's look. Like if a writer has a look, she has that look. And Hell she does have – she has an ec excellent like story of how she created the books too. Like an almost oh, yeah. inspirational story. Yeah, like, oh, here's a basic idea on a napkin kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, like poor single – wasn't she like a poor single mother and she basically started writing Harry Potter like – Everywhere that she like had a minute to spare, like while she was doing the laundry and stuff. I thought yeah. she was homeless. Like, was she homeless? It was something like that. Yeah, I think she was homeless. I know the deep down, I wish this was real, but there's the side of me that it's like, oh, believe in like someone achieving their dreams, like something like that. It's like, okay, it's it's bullshit. I was gonna say this guy's probably just he doesn't like wizards and he's very upset about. The He's probably very orthodox Christian because <laughs> at the high school I went to, believe me, Harry Potter was the work of the devil. I've heard that in a lot of groups. Like I think uh, some of the Mormon groups, you're not allowed to read it. I think some of the other ones, like it's a banned book because like it's witchcraft or I, I don't know. It doesn't make yeah, sense to me. I don't know. They 
they wouldn't let kids in our school do book reports on it and shit. And I was like, this is fucking dumb. Do you remember the documentary Jesus Camp? Where, <laughs> no. uh, uh-uh. The kids in that were getting tri- – well, it was a documentary about this like crazy Jesus Camp where they like worshipped – uh, big cardboard cutouts of George W. Bush. Hell they weren't yeah. allowed to read Harry Potter in that camp either. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Listen, it was a bunch of psychos. I mean, to reference the meme, you had me in the first half, not going to lie. Worshipping <laughs> cutouts of George W. Bush, that's right up my alley. <laughs> I wish we had one for the studio right now, to be honest with you. If anyone's listening, please send us a cardboard cutout of George W. Bush. <laughs> now, actually, this next one, I have a feeling some of our listeners uh, will be able to maybe email us about it. Um, This theory is that Finland does not actually exist. The theory evolved on Reddit in 2015 when a user called Rargens suggested that Finland was a fabricated landmass dreamed of by the Japanese and Soviet Union during the Cold War in an effort to secure fishing rights in the Baltic Sea. Rergen suggested that the people who populate the country, known as Finland, actually belong to the nations of Sweden, Estonia, and Russia. All right, Phil, you start off here. Well, uh, <laughs> that just sounds like total fucking bullshit. Uh, there's, I mean, Finland's got a pretty long history, so... So, uh, you, so you think it actually exists? The country? Yeah, I think uh, the landmass actually exists. <laughs> Here's the thing about, I don't know why, like, those conspiracy theorists always hate map makers. I don't know. Like, cartographers. Like, they always are like, no, no, they're full of shit. That landmass isn't there. Like, it wouldn't get on the map if it wasn't there, you know? (laughs) It's just like, where do people come off of this shit? Like, where do they come? Like, I have a feeling they really hate Finland, and they just want to pretend like it's not actually there. Yeah, the thing is, too, you can go on Google Earth, like, or any of, like, the satellite imaging of the world and look at, like, Finland. Like, you can see pictures taken from space. What if Google's in on it? You'd have to have a lot of people in on something (laughs) that stupid. Could you imagine if you worked at Google Maps and the first day on the job during the orientation, like, of the PowerPoint, slide 30, was like, oh, and by the way, pretend like Finland is a real country. (laughs) It's just stupid. All right, Jarn, how do you feel? Dude, I'm all about this. <laughs> Listen, we, the motive behind it is for geopolitical and financial gain. Right. I completely back it. I mean, yeah, there's a landmass there. I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> but it being like a sovereign country, yeah. I can see how certain powers could work that I, out I'm, and whatnot. I'm sure, it sounds like they have the best fish in the world, so somebody needed to do something. Yeah, and... I don't know, man. That's a hell- I, I, I could see this being plausible. Okay, so uh, that's a really long way f- uh, for the Japanese to travel there just to uh, have fishing Yeah, rights. but I mean, they might want that shark fin, son. Yeah, they should stop doing that. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, queen Elizabeth is a cannibal. Ever <laughs> wondered how the Queen of England has managed to live so long? British historian Hubert Humdinger has the answer. Quote, she must eat human flesh to be so vivacious. In 2012, the site Dear Dirty America claimed to have confirmed Humdinger's reports when a serviceman at Windsor Castle claimed to discover human remains inside the Queen's private freezer. All right, Jay Fox, how do you feel? 
Um, I don't know how eating people is going to make you be younger. This sounds like a throwback to... Maybe it's leaning in towards she's a vampire. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Elizabeth Bathory, like... Yeah, it's how she rejuvenates herself. You know, I'm not going to lie, I I don't know how I feel about this. (laughs) Like, vampirism, like, we all know it's not real. As much as we wish it was... (laughs) She, that's, when I visited Phil when he was living there, that's the thing, because there's, like, how many fucking bridges made after her, because I think they make a new bridge every 10 years, right, Phil? Oh, yeah, well, one of them was the, uh, the Diamond Jubilee Bridge, mm. um, that was the brand new one. But I was like, Jesus, how old is she, because there's so many fucking bridges. Yeah, she's been, uh, she's been in power for over, I think it's, like, 67 years now. <laughs> yeah. She's and- the longest reigning queen. Yeah, I'm going to just go out on a limb and say that uh, the British royal family is filthy rich and can afford the best health care that right. money can buy. So maybe that's what's keeping her alive. Or the reptilians. No, that too. <laughs> Goddamn <laughs> Clintons. <laughs> what do you think, Phil? Uh, well, she's definitely a reptilian. But, uh... <laughs> what did yeah, you I call was... her? Blue bloods? Oh, the blue bloods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the copper. The copper-based blood. So, um... Yeah, I was going to say something about basically she has uh, – she's never – well, she's never really smoked because she watched her dad basically die from horrible lung cancer. Mm. Uh, she's eaten the best food, gotten the best medical treatment. Uh, it's not like she's really worked a day in her life since she was <laughs> – you know, she does a lot of like administration work, but that's pretty mean? much it. What do you, you mean? Know? She runs a whole country. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't really think. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I think administration work is a bit of a stretch too. Ah, did you guys see it was Office Administrator Day? I think no, that's what it was. I did not. Quit making holidays. Happy though. Secretary Day. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Anyway, I hope uh, maybe Pipple message me on Instagram and let me know her feelings if the Queen is actually a uh, cannibal. Her or Muffy or yeah. we, I'm sure we have others <laughs> that we've talked to and I'm just not remembering them. <laughs> All British fans, email me or message me on Instagram. I want to know if you think the Queen's a cannibal. All right, this next one might be my favorite. The Ice Bucket Challenge is actually a satanic ritual. <laughs> When the Ice Bucket Challenge began circulating the web in 2014, a number of suspicious theories came with it. Several critics took to YouTube hoping to reveal the true motivations behind the challenge, with many of them claiming the ALS benefit was a ritual purification cleansing for what would be the largest human sacrifice in history, part of the hidden Illuminati code passed down by Satan himself. I've also heard them call it... uh, like a satanic baptism. <laughs> All right, Phil, mm. what do you think? Ah, uh, you know, that's uh, it's just one of those stupid internet trends. I swear to God, if I hear another or see another person put anything on that says feeling cute, I really hope that they get sacrificed to Satan because I'm getting fucking tired of that shit. Well, I hope you didn't see my Instagram story oh. from like a week ago. Oh. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. Okay, so you I don't do you yeah. don't are you saying you don't think it's a satanic ritual? No. No, I just think it's something, you know, people people love likes, you know. Yeah, that's it's a good point. That's just what it's about. All right, Jordan, what do you think? I'm in the same boat as Phil with <laughs> fucking no. 
Could that throwing cheese on your baby's face be a satanic Oh, you mean the Wisconsin baptism? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the devil of cheese, that's who you're yeah. doing with that no, one. No, people need to chill the fuck out on, yeah, a lot of people did it for likes, but there are <laughs> some people that, like, I even know, like, a few of them who, it's to genuinely raise yes. awareness about a fucking horrible disease. Dude, ALS is terrifying yeah that is such a nasty disease holy fuck Oof, it's bad and you know what it got people fucking talking about it and realizing how bad it is so yeah fuck everyone who says that trying to bring down a good thing fuck you watch the steve gleason is that his name the documentary because he has it i believe the old uh saints punter or something oh yeah it's, it's sad Ooh. as shit dude Anyway, um, moving on to the next one. Uh, NASA knows about a second sun and hides it from us. When NASA reported the discovery of a Planet 9 in 2016, astronomer Paul Cox took to the internet to speculate that the planet was actually a second sun. In a live video posted to a robotic telescope service site called Slow or SLU, Cox examined Mercury's transits and pointed out a second sun. Quote, NASA and other organizations, they usually hide that stuff away from us, Cox said. They don't tell us the truth, but there it is. So did NASA hide a second sun from us, Jordan? And you say the second sun NASA called Planet Nine? Planet Nine. I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> For this reason, and okay. it's a bit of a dive, All right. but I believe it was... Either Jerry Only or Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein <laughs> from the Misfits started Planet Nine Records, which all Misfits yeah. releases, I believe, after Danzig came out on. And I trust the Misfits more than I trust so anyone. So they're not just a band. They are prophets. They are fucking government shills. <laughs> but they're giving us the info, but disguising it as, oh, no, this is just what records come out Te on. Technically, I could see Danzig as a government shell. Yeah. Yeah, I don't trust I, I saw a tweet today about Danzig that... <laughs> oh, no, it was yesterday from Kyle Kinane. He was like, Danzig wouldn't be as popular as he is if he didn't have such a badass logo. <laughs> but, I mean, that's my thoughts on it. Okay, Phil, fire away. What do you think? Uh, well, I don't think it's actually, like, a sun, but I do believe that there could be, um, like, an ejected planet. Mm. Like a planet ejected by Saturn or Jupiter, Jupiter that's like way in the outside of our like solar system. Uh, the reason why they were looking for Pluto back in like the early 1900s was because uh, the orbits of uh, Uranus and Neptune are off. And when they found Pluto, they actually thought that that was the reason. They thought that Pluto was a lot bigger than it really was. They didn't realize, though, that like the Kuiper belt was there and there were a lot <laughs> of like objects in that belt. So. But I think that there could be like an ejected, uh, like planet Something out there that's just yeah hanging out there. It's frozen solid, obviously. It's you know. Well, technically, the space we don't know that much about space, so why not? Yeah, I mean, there's supposedly like with the telescopes we have now, they keep finding these Kuiper Belt objects, and there's supposedly like an Oort cloud of like comets that hang out like way <laughs> in the outside of our space. That's really really far out there. Like thousands of AUs out there, so who knows? Phil, but yeah, I don't think it's a sun. I think it's a planet. How much Neil deGrasse Tyson do you watch, Phil? I don't watch any. <laughs> uh, I don't watch any of it. 
Alright, next one. The Israeli government has a pack of evil GPS-equipped sharks they release to attack their enemies. After a series of shark attacks off the coast of Egypt in 2010, a South a South Sinai official blamed Israel's government. From there, theories spread online. Israel was accused of possessing a fleet of, quote, killer arrow armed spy dolphins and a pack of sharks <laughs> equipped with GPS systems that were sent to Egypt with an evil master plan. Uh, Phil, what do you think? <laughs> I like it. I mean, you know, it's uh, it sounds like a great sci-fi book where you're, uh, you know... <laughs> Basically, it's like, uh, it's the most impractical thing is to have a shark attack someone. It's just insane. But well, it's like, I mean, I, I have heard of them trying to turn dolphins into like, you know, spies kind of deal. Like they sniff out like mines and stuff like that. But the dolphins are, it's, are it's smarter crazy. than sharks, I think. Oh, yeah. No, dolphins are really smart. So yeah. here's the other thing. If they are really sending a pack of GPS equipped sharks to attack people, just stay out of the water, and then they're useless. Yeah, unless it's Sharknado season, and, you know, it's, it's never Sharknado season. You're fine. It's always Sharknado water. season, Phil. As long as Tara Reid isn't nearby, your sharks are fine. Yeah. And I don't remember the main actor's name, because I'm pretty sure he'll never be in anything ever again. Dude, he made his money on Sharknado. And that's true. I really like the first and second one. They're, they're I fun. like all of them, because they get more and more ridiculous yeah. as you go. That's, that's a good point. All right, Jordan, what do you think? What do you think the Israeli government's up to? Dude, I am all about this. <laughs> it's so ridiculous, I want this to be true. <laughs> So I'm going I, to convince myself that it is. I feel like... Because this is a straight Dr. Evil <laughs> fucking thing. I have You're, sharks with laser beams on their freaking heads. See, see, this just says they have GPS equipped. It doesn't say they have lasers, so they just... It's close enough. They've got, GPS runs off lasers, They've probably. got Garmin's on their heads or whatever in there. Dude, I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love this. This is real. <laughs> and you can't convince me otherwise. All right. All right, next one. Robert Kardashian and Ted Cruz are actually the same person. This conspiracy claims Robert Kardashian isn't actually dead, but rather he is pretending to be Ted Cruz in order to sever ties with the Kardashian clan to enter into into a career in politics. All right, Jordan, you know Robert Kardashian is, right? Yeah, the lawyer in the OJ case. Right. Um, do you think he is actually Ted Cruz? <laughs> I don't remember what Robert Kardashian looks like off the top of my head. They they don't look that similar, to be honest with okay. you. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say no, <laughs> because... How can Ted Cruz be Robert Kardashian and the Zodiac Killer? That's a good point. That is a very good point. All right, Phil, what do you think? I was actually going to say, how could Ted Cruz be Robert Kardashian and the little kid from the Munsters? Like, <laughs> Ooh, that too. Because I'm pretty sure he was that guy. Remember that picture that circulated? Yep. The, uh, the werewolf boy, right? Yeah, the werewolf boy. The pointy-haired Eddie, in the front. Eddie, Eddie, I think his name Eddie, is Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm, I would believe that Ted Cruz, I don't believe in vampires, but if I had to, like, gun to my head, one vampire in the world, who is he? Like, Ted Cruz would be pretty high up on that list. Dude, Keanu Reeves mm. all day. Oh, God. We actually, uh, we're going to be talking about a vampire uh, that I have later in the show here, so hold on Nick to that Cage. thought, Phil. Not close. All right, let's move on here. 
Uh, Saddam Hussein had a stargate. The theory that the second Gulf War was waged in order to close a stargate owned by Saddam Hussein, thus preserving the ambitions of the New World Order and preventing an alien invasion of Earth is not exactly widespread. However, if you study the picture closely above, it's a picture with Saddam Hussein, it looks suspiciously like Saddam could be saying, Stargate, yeah mate, it's out back, wanna have a look? And uh, there's another theory that that's why we invaded Iraq in 2003, because Saddam was, he had another Stargate. So, Phil, what do you think? Uh, well, it's pretty, uh, <laughs> what's that ancient alien show? They always claim that the Sumerians had, well, that's, had a Stargate. That's where this theory comes from, that Saddam learned ancient Sumerian, and he learned how to make a Stargate, and apparently he had one, and he would get too powerful with it. Yeah, anyone who doesn't think that we went into Iraq for, like, money or... <laughs> You know, like oil or, or military industrial to, complex. Yeah, you're, you're to expand our That's what it's about. global grip. Right. All right, the next one. Jay-Z is actually a time-traveling vampire. There is a picture taken in New York in 1939 that looks exactly like Jay-Z, leading people to believe that Hollywood elite never age like Phil said Nick Cage. Um, is have you guys seen this picture? I think I have. It, if I, it it's could, real fucking convincing. Yeah, either it's a perfect Photoshop or it really looks like Jay Z. So, uh, Jordan, you answer first. Could he be a time traveling vampire? Uh, I think so because that would give him enough time to really plan out his rise from fucking trapping on the streets to meeting the president and becoming one of the biggest producers and hip hop artists of all time. He Listen, you got a couple hundred fun. years to fucking figure that shit out. You're going to fucking do it. Dude, Jay-Z is so fucking rich, and he has, like, one of the hottest wives on the planet, yeah. Beyonce. All right, yeah. Phil, what do you think? Um, <laughs> oh, jeez, I don't know. There's, uh, it's just people look alike, you know? Like, there's only so many faces out there. Mm. You know, there's, that's, but, I mean... I do believe that there is like a possibility humans could live forever. Um, if all you have rich. to do is if you're rich. Oh well, no, I think in more like DNA. Mm. If your DNA just always like replicates itself instead of stopping, okay. you could possibly live forever. But I mean, I do just believe that you know a lot of people like people say I have like a pretty like like a face like they've seen before, like a so very recognizable look like each other. face. Maybe you are a time traveling vampire. That's why you're covering for Jay-Z. I could be. <laughs> That's possible. But you knew me when I was four years old. So I don't think that's uh... true. That's true. <laughs> All right. And uh, the last one I have on here is dinosaurs helped build the pyramids. This is from pastor Vince Finetch. Uh, he starts off by saying, of course, I don't know how you say it in Italian, but I think it's Dinosiros. Dinosiros. Yeah, existed. It is mentioned in the book of Job. They were used to help build the pyramids. Or the pastor was the director of the Accelerated Christian Academy of Molsta Malta until its closure in July 2012. Rather sadly, giving its thrilling sci-fi curriculum, the school closed due to it having no students that would enroll. 
Um, basically, the website reports that they have discovered a pyramid in Ukraine that dates from the Jurassic period, leaving this pastor to believe that that had to be created by dinosaurs because humans weren't around to make that pyramid. What do you say, Jordan? Absolutely. Would that be amazing to see dinosaurs helping lift big rocks to make a pyramid? Yeah, because you figure you're going to have some kind of pulley system. Yeah, you can get a bunch of humans to help and like pull that to get the rocks and everything up there. But wouldn't it be easier to get some giant-ass animals to just put that shit around their necks or whatever and just have them pull that shit up? Yeah. I mean, a couple fucking brontosauruses, you're going to get a couple ton boulder or block (laughs) up that shit real quick. Because they're gigantic and they're strong. I think it's very plausible. Oh, Oh, yeah. Phil, what do you think? You know, I think it's more than plausible. I mean, <laughs> the documentary, The Flintstones, really oh, showed yeah, us yeah, that yeah. Oh, you, can put, yeah. you can put dinosaurs to work, you know? I mean, Fred Flintstone wrote on the back of that bronchiosaurus, and, yeah. And uh, Jordan come from the masonry field like Fred Flintstone does. He knows all about that. I mean, I my boss is Mr. Stone. I just uh, <laughs> wish we had dinosaurs to help us. I'm sure Barney and Fred were drinking on breaks, too. So. Goddamn right. <laughs> Okay, uh, Jordan, what's the conspiracy that you had in your mind? I was really hoping you were going to throw birds aren't real. They're government oh, surveillance devices. Uh, give us a quick rundown of it. Uh, basically, I mean, and it's not all birds. It's just some, like, I've never seen a baby pigeon. Okay. Like, pigeons are all planted right. by the government to watch all of us. I could see it. Any other birds you know? Uh, I'm trying to think of ones that... I mean, I've never seen, like, a baby blue jay. I've never seen, like, a baby cardinal or anything like that. So, um, are you aware that when a bird has a nest, they put eggs in said nest? Yeah, yeah, And then the baby birds stay in the nest until they're big enough to fly out. Yeah, and I've seen plenty of nests, but, I mean, I've never seen a pigeon nest. So I I don't even know if pigeons lay eggs. (laughs) I think they're (laughs) mammals, actually. Um, so, so like, uh, okay, let's say hypothetically pigeons are made by the government. Would their nest be like a NSA surveillance unit kind of? Dude, something where they can plug in and charge up. Okay. Why do you think there are so many pigeons in like city centers where most people are? That is true. It has nothing to do with the fact that they're scavengers. No, 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 no. All right, Phil, how do you, how are you feeling about, uh, the fact that some birds might not, not actually exist. You know, uh, <laughs> I it is a pretty good theory why, uh, I mean, they have that clean car seeking uh, shit missile that comes out of them. So, <laughs> see, I think that when you run GPS straight up the government, you know, pigeons just come after you. That's why, see, remember when they were building the Viking Stadium, everybody is worried about birds hitting the glass. Well, actually, that was the government worried about their expensive birds hitting the glass. Exactly. And then the robot parts would be all over the ground. It all yeah. makes sense now. Probably a bunch of Packers fans. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that is going to do it for this week's Between the Bumbles. Um, I've been Cody. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Cody. And thank you, Phil, for joining us. Thank you, Cody. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Phil. We'll be back Sunday with Bumblebutt Podcast and check out Subliminal Deception Podcast if you want some more conspiracy theories. A little more serious than these 
weird ones, but uh, it's still a lot of fun. All right, we'll see you guys later. I'll try to resurrect Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke a blunt for Adam. Adam.